for your Saturday morning coffee with Reese Boyd. Reese Boyd is on right now. Talk 94.5. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to another edition of Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 7.08 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, October the 23rd, 2021. Thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Welcome to another edition of a proposed excursion into broadcast excellent so i think we've got a great show for you coming up this morning thanks for uh joining us here on the program i am reese boyd local attorney here in town with the firm of davis and boyd attorneys at law i'm your host for saturday morning coffee it's saturday morning coffee we invite you to sit down pour yourself a cup of your favorite coffee join us as we talk about the news current events all the things happening that we think you need to know about all the things going on in this crazy crazy broken world that we live in Here at Saturday Morning Coffee, we're all about limited government, lower taxes, and all the things that mean more freedom, more freedom for you and me, all of us who are we the people. The president was making fun of freedom this week, folks. What Your freedom to kill your fellow American. Uh, What do y'all think about a president of these United States who makes fun of the idea of freedom? Folks, the United States was built on freedom. It's what we are. It's in our DNA, and we have a president who mocks the notion. Think about that. Let that sink in. Let that sink in for a second. At Saturday Morning Coffee, uh, that's what we're all about. We're all about freedom, folks. Freedom for you, freedom for me, freedom for all of us who are we the people. We've got a country to save. If you haven't figured out by now that we've got a country to save, folks, you may not have a pulse. Uh, You may not have a brain wave. You might want to check where you are, check your status. But we do invite you to settle in. Join us for the show. Joined here in the studio this morning, as always, by producer extraordinaire, Dr. Glenn Dye. Dr. Dye, good morning. Good morning, Reese. How are you this morning? Um, I'm well. It's uh, it's Saturday morning. It's mm-hmm. 7 o'clock. I was thinking uh, it's going to be an early morning on Monday. It's an early Saturday morning. Uh, we'll be doing the show tomorrow. No. Uh, excuse me, Monday. 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 Right. Thank I'm, God. I'm skipping Sunday. Thank God you wait, gave me a day off. Yeah, wait a second. Wait a second. Not tomorrow. But, <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a, it's, a, uh, it's a bright Saturday morning. Should be a good day. It's going to be a great day for the uh, huge, huge yard sale, rum sale, out there at the uh, Savannah Bluff uh, Church. And Liz will be calling in here in a couple minutes. Liz you know, be- Reese, over the weekend, I figured out the hardest job in the country. What's that? Or actually, maybe the world. Um, I used to think that catching king crab legs out off the Alaskan, you know, Great Barrier Reef, or, I'm sorry, the Alaskan... I think that was on yeah. Dirty Jobs. That was, yeah. That was yeah, one episode of Dirty a, Jobs. A very tough and dangerous job. Yeah. But Jen Psaki... Holy cow. Covering for these guys? Oh, my God. That has got to be one of the toughest jobs in the world to spin things to fit their narrative. They they don't understand. This president and, and to an extent his administration, uh, Glenn, they don't understand the concept of truth, in my opinion. Man. No. Um, and, <clears throat> and it's like nobody's in charge and nobody cares. Well, and it, it is a question. We were talking about it on Liz's show on Friday. Who was in charge? It's clearly not. Um, it's clearly not the president. Uh, did you watch the town hall? 
Uh, no, I did not, but I did watch the uh, the grilling of um, um, the uh, congressional hearing oh, yeah. with the Department of Justice. Um, what was that guy's name? Uh, Garland. Merrick Garland. Garland. Attorney, yes. Attorney General AG, Merrick Garland. A.G. Garland. And I, I don't know if you heard, but, you know, that A.G. Went, or J.G. Wentworth, uh, you know, Got to have cash now. I was thinking, call A.G. Oh, yeah. Garland. Yeah, yeah we well, yeah. get Biden out of trouble now. What a what a nut job. Yeah, Merrick Garland is. And and can you does, imagine if he had been on the Supreme Court? Doesn't know what. Oh, and doesn't know what's going on in his own department. And is engaged in a direct conflict of interest. We'll yeah. talk about it a little bit today if we have time. Uh, has his family involved in this educational consortium? This company that provides uh, critical race theory curricula to schools. And at the same time, he's directing the resources of the DOJ. FBI. The FBI. <laughs> yep. The law enforcement apparatus of the federal government to, to target parents who are concerned about this crap that they're feeding our kids in our schools. Right. Now, did you hear of Fairfax County? Now, that is where I grew up. Fairfax County had a school board meeting <laughs> Um, or some type of meeting, there was a police helicopter flying over the school with spotlights like like terrorists are going to attack the school. I mean, they have made the parents out to be really terrorists, right? This Domestic is crazy. This is. is crazy. It's nuts. Um, the folks, the, the day and hour, you have no input in what your children see, hear, or otherwise experience when they when you drop the little crumb crunchers off at school, that's the day and hour you pull them out of the school, in my right. opinion. That's that's when the, 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 the music stops. What you do with them, we'll figure out. But I'm not entrusting my children to a school that will not let me have input in what you're filling their brains with. And then when I try to have input in how you're educating my children, the, the government brands me a domestic terrorist. Excuse me? Mm-hmm. So... It's it's nuts. But uh, before we get into all that, Glenn, I got a question for you. Did you watch the World Series last? I mean, the World Series. Did you watch the ALCS finals last night? <laughs> I had a twelve-hour day here. No, I was in bed early last night. I started to call you. Yeah, uh, thanks. I, I was doing my show prep, and I could not. I, I just could not turn away from the game because I was I was rooting for Boston. And uh, of course, if you haven't heard. Houston uh, won last night. They won the series 4-2. to two. Houston is going to the World Series. Of course, the NLCS yet to be resolved. Uh, that series between L.A. and Atlanta. Atlanta currently leads uh, the series 3-2. to two. They could clean it up uh, this afternoon, this evening. Uh, Atlanta and uh, Los Angeles play at... Um, I think it's about 8 o'clock. 8.08 p.m. is the time. So it's a night game tonight, and Atlanta could... Um, could take the series tonight with a win over L.A. So in that case, it'll be an Atlanta-Houston World Series. But uh, I was rooting. I was rooting for a Red Sox. Um, I, I was rooting for a Red Sox win last night. Of course, they'd had to win again. Yeah, because they were one game down. But uh, we had a great show for y'all. We'll talk a little bit more about that, folks. We've got uh, much to talk about today on the program. As Glenn said, the Queen is going to be joining us. Yeah, with uh, Ryan Foltz from PCRX Computers. Big yeah. sponsor here. He'll yeah. be on the phone with her. And um, and so the Queen and, and Brian Fultz are going to be joining us. We're also going to be talking to Tim Hill. Tim Hill has 
been fired from his job with Cumulus Broadcasting. He is a radio personality in Columbia. He's going to be joining us to talk about why he was fired from Cumulus uh, Media. It has something to do with the vaccine mandate. Hint, hint. We're also going to be talking to Wendy Lockhart. Wendy Lockhart is with Red Hats America. She's going to be talking about a Red Hat event coming up this week. And we're going to be talking to Mark McBride. Mark McBride is running for Congress, the South Carolina 7th Congressional seat here currently held by Tom Rice. Mark is one of the candidates seeking that office. We'll be talking to Mark in the second hour. So stick with us. A lot to talk about here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Hope you'll join us for the entirety of the broadcast. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. This is Saturday Morning Coffee. Don't leave town. Text us, 843-798-TALK. Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day. Keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future. If you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income, schedule a time, talk to us today, and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family. Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth with purpose. Find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Saturday morning coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Two full hours on Talk 94.5. Someone told me long ago there's a calm before the storm. I know. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 719 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here on the program. wanted to remind you guys that we uh, do invite you to join us here on the program. The call-in line for Saturday Morning Coffee at, here at the station is 843-903-2945. You can also text your comments to us on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. That number is 843 8255. That's 798 Talk. You can also tweet us here at the show at Reese Boyd is the Twitter handle. And the email address for Saturday morning coffee is Reese Boyd SMC at gmail.com. But speaking of and uh, other things, uh, as I mentioned, Glenn, a lot going on. We were talking a little bit about the uh, the series leading up to the World Series, uh, ALCS, NLCS. Did you, were you rooting for anybody in particular? No. No? You're not no. a baseball guy? Well, not lately. I've just been so busy. I mean, really, quite honestly, slammed. I got to take in a little bit of the NFL, uh, what, Monday night? Thursday night I did yeah. not. But, you know, just busy. 
Well, and I've been super busy as well. Yeah. It's been a crazy busy year, and I've you know we've had this discussion. I won't get back into it today, but I'd sort of written off the NFL. I was so I'm yeah. I'm still so frustrated with the NFL over all the woke agenda well, that they're pursuing. I am too, but it is still entertainment, especially yeah. when you are so busy and you can't take in a lot of TV. Right now, I I haven't been able to. Um, it's not like I'm sitting at home watching TV all the time. This is the busiest retired guy you're going to meet today, probably. I, I know it's a it's a challenge. Yeah. There's too much going on, and I. I love football. I love to watch it, so I hate to have to leave it, uh, you know, behind. But uh, I usually get fired up about Major League Baseball uh, sometime late August, early September, and, and the pennant races are always fun for me. And I, I lived in Boston for a while, so I really uh, enjoy watching the Red Sox play, root for the Red Sox. And, of course, I love Atlanta, having grown up here in the South. But uh, it'll, be, uh, it'll be fun to see how uh, the uh, L.A.-Atlanta game shakes out this evening, 8.08 uh, this evening. They'll be playing, and again, Atlanta could, uh, could, could clinch their spot uh, tonight. So we'll see what happens uh, there, but looking forward to a, uh, the World Series uh, coming up. Maybe uh, may try to get to a game. We'll see what happens. But uh, a lot to talk about, folks. Of course, um, in the news, much, much going on this week. We were talking before the break, Glenn, about the, uh, the town hall with the president. And, you know, it occurred to me, Whose idea was it for him to stand up? I don't know. I mean, I, it occurred to me that maybe they thought if Anderson. he was if he was in a chair that he would go to sleep. Remember the press conference? That, yeah, when he went to sleep. I was thinking Anderson. I was thinking that the whole time they thought Anderson Cooper would he be his parachute for the whole evening, but you could see that that didn't really work out for him. Well, it was I so mean, it was so obvious that he was that he was carrying the guys like uh, Mr. President. Do, do you mean Long Beach? Yeah, and. You know, one of the things that, that just is unbelievable to me, Glenn, is if this had been – can you imagine if, if President Trump Man. had given that press conference? What Man. would we be hearing on the news the, the, literally the day, the, the day of that press conference? They would be calling for his immediate removal from office. Just remember when Donald Trump was walking down that wet, slick ramp and they tried to make it look like or sound like – well, they actually tried to make it look like he had cognitive problems as well. Uh, you remember that? It oh was, yeah. Uh, it was. Uh, I forget at a at a, a game of some sort or a celebration of some sort. But I think was, it was a was a baseball game. He, he was with uh, a military person. Any time that the when President Trump was president, my president, any time he would uh, literally turn sideways, cough, do anything out of that was not immediately obviously normal yeah if he deviated from normal in any way there'd be some knucklehead bill crystal some never trumper some you know some nancy pelosi left-wing lunatic somebody would be going oh we gotta we, we have to figure out a way to implement the 25th amendment mm-hmm. without implementing the 25th amendment but they would have also impeached him for flying juveniles to new york city in the middle of the night from the southern border oh for sure absolutely they would have fried him for the, that they would have literally impeached him for any number of things that joe biden is doing but my point is donald trump would have never made it through that press conference they would be convening the you know the meeting of the the, the joint chiefs they would be getting everybody together to certify that donald trump wasn't competent to be president right. Right. you know the rnc did a did a little mashup here let me see if i can find this of the of the uh, the press conference in in 34 seconds and you may y'all, y'all may enjoy <laughs> this this is a pretty good little uh this is a pretty good little summary of the town hall with anderson cooper let's take a listen i have the freedom to kill you uh, and uh and i don't know i guess it's two weeks or a week i, I think i'm losing track of time what am i doing here los angeles and uh and uh um uh, um, don't pay a cent. <laughs> I 
the 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 uh, um, about that you have to see this to get the full effect. You had told uh, us at a town hall, I think it was in July, that the in, it's, it was- uh, it's unbelievable. And this guy's president, Glenn. Yeah, I know. It doesn't work, folks. It doesn't work. It's so obvious to everybody. A friend of mine called me last night. We were watching the basket, uh, the ba- baseball game. Watching the baseball game. This is a very astute he's a guy that works in finance in New York. He said, Reese, it is so obvious. You watch 30 seconds, of, as you just saw. It's so obvious that he is not in charge. And, and so the question that we should all be asking ourselves is, who is who, who's calling the shots? Well, some people say it's Barack Obama. Yeah. Is it Kamala Harris? No. I, where is she? I mean, we saw her at the birthday party, but other than that, they are just keeping her under, you know, wraps deep. and cover. Yeah, deep. Deep undercover. Yeah. By, by the way, I missed, you know, I was on with you guys on Friday, but I see that uh, one of the items in the PCRXcomputers.com text line text feed caught my attention. This is uh, Jason from Conway. I, I hope he's listening, Glenn. He said, Las Vegas, this is from yesterday. He said, Las Vegas, literally taking bets <laughs> on whether or not Joe Biden will refer to himself as Brandon, uh, but rather when Joe Biden will refer himself, refer to himself as Brandon. So I, I'm going to put money. I've got to, I've got to track that down and see if that's legit i'm i'm definitely going to put my money on the wow. uh yes and soon squares wow so i, I don't yeah. know you know folks it's a it's a uh, a fascinating uh mess that we're in here and all i can tell you is if donald trump were president uh there would be the, the 25th amendment would have been enacted this this yeah. is what the 25th amendment is for well and it was pelosi that set it up so here's the question are they protecting Ka- kamala uh, now, so that she can come out and be the hero. Don't worry, I'll save you. I'll save you. You know, um, and save the country. That was pretty it, good. Well, that, I practiced that for a long time when I was a kid. <laughs> <laughs> Penelope Pitstop and all those guys. Um, hey, uh, real quick, before we take a break, just yeah. uh, uh, Ruffalicious is out there at the uh, Surfside United Methodist Church today for the annual fall festival. Um, it was yesterday and today. Nine to four, Ruffalicious, uh, great um, proud guy here. Art Ruffalicious yeah. at the Surfside United Methodist Church. Yep. Very good. And yep. a good guy. Art, great uh, great work. Keep that up. We'll uh, be back, folks, with much more to come in a show that is chock full of information and uh, interesting things to discuss. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Stick with us. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday Morning Coffee. Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. And more coming up next on Talk 94.5. Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5. One, two, three.
Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 7.35 on your Saturday morning. Thanks for joining us here on the show. So we were talking about this, this wonderful town hall that the president had this week and some of the great comments. You're chuckling over there, Glenn. Everything good? Yeah, it's, it's just it was I, it, the most embarrassing town hall ever. It all. was absolutely the most embarrassing town hall ever. Proved within a matter of moments that Joe Biden is not, in fact, running the country. Question in my mind is who is running the country? And uh, we'll uh, try our best to figure that out. I don't know that we know who is running the country, which is why we have the 25th Amendment, folks. People need to know uh, who is, in fact, running the country and need to have confidence that he's fit to run the country. So, by the way, several of you checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. James from Myrtle Beach checking in. Uh, I got to meet him the other day. A great guy. Great guy. Um, Met James. Yeah, and, and he's, he's right. You know, the deep state is, isn't, I mean, it, it, it's right there. Read it. Read it. Read what James wrote. Oh, but my... You lost uh, it? Just, uh, oh, here it is. Uh, yeah, it's um, certainly Obama's people in the cabinet behind the scenes are mm-hmm. running the country. And y- you do have to wonder which advisors around Biden are literally pulling the strings because that's literally what's happening. And yeah. who are they talking to? Who are they listening to? Those yeah. are the people who, who are, are running. Yeah. yeah who, who are, are running the country. Um, but he's it's, right. It's a never ending resistance to Trump. Yeah. They cannot let that go because they're so still afraid that he's going to come back and basically wipe them out. Well, yeah. and, and something has got to give because give. you you realize that this president seems to be on a track to destroy the country. Yeah, and he is not uh, doing anything to help. Just gas prices alone, Reese, that can sway a, a, an election because it affects everybody in the country. And and with gas prices in a small town, I understand, in California, over $7 a gallon. Oh, yeah. You know, we are – look at our gas prices. Yeah. Now, this time last year, we were an independent energy country. We are no longer that. We're now having to talk to the Saudis about upping the... Uh, the the president uh, closed, uh, on his first day in office, Glenn, yep. closed our pipelines, gave the Russians go-ahead to, to complete their pipelines, operate their pipelines. Now he's asking the Saudis to increase oil production yep. so that we can have oil from Saudi Arabia, which is exactly where we've been for the last several decades. Right. It's a, it's a strategic uh, disadvantage. Uh, Donald Trump got us out of that. Yep. And Joe Biden has walked us right back into it. Yeah. And you really have to wonder, are they intentionally trying to destroy the country? Because think about that. What you just said, the prices of gas at the pump, uh, the price of groceries. People realize, Mm -hmm. as Obama has often said, elections have consequences. Mm -hmm. People realize, you know, this... And again, my problem with the news conference and or the town hall meeting and all the news conferences that the president is having is this president doesn't seem to understand the concept of truth. I don't think it, it, at first I thought this president, the, the, the facility with which this president could lie to me was astonishing initially. Now I'm, I'm starting to wonder, does he even recognize, does he realize what the truth is? Think about this. No. When's the last time Joe Biden actually had a job? actually went out and filled up his own tank with gas or actually went out to the grocery store and bought a, eggs know, yeah. and, and bought eggs eggs and bacon yeah he's completely out of he's been a he has been a ward of the state since the 1970s Glenn well and and we talked about this the other day if we just take a moment and think about anything that has happened good for this country since Joe has taken office we we've struggled 
We, I, we still are. Same conversation We're, last night that yeah. I that I mentioned to you that mentioned earlier. We were trying to come up with one example. Yeah. Give me an example. Yeah. Give me something that he's done. That he hadn't screwed up. That he hasn't messed up. That's been a that's been a, a, a smashing success now, for this country. Now the problem with the empty store shelves and all that is goes back to him as well. The workforce is not there to provide the logistics to fill the shelves. You know, I spent 35 years in the grocery industry, and uh, luckily the East Coast is doing better than the West Coast is right now, but um, it could you know, get worse, and it is a fear. Food would be a huge fear, and it would create hysteria in this country if we had sure, a food shortage absolutely. problem. And, and think about this. You know, it occurred to me, and by the way, Glenn, on that note, you know, it occurs to me that when you when you panic the vaxxed about working around the unclean and when you threaten the unvaxxed or literally tell them they're fired because they won't get vaxxed and you do all those things and then you pay people not to work, guess what? It turns out people will not work. They'll yeah. stop working. Yeah. And yeah. it's happening all across this country. It's happening it's happening among uh the logistical uh, areas. It's happening among truck drivers. It's happening among first responders. It's happening among our police. It's happening. It's happening in the medical field. Well, it's it's insane. And what's what's astonishing to me is the president is so out of touch that he's talking about a supply chain that is broken. What what you're witnessing is that the fact that society, the economy under Biden's phenomenally uh, foolish leadership is simply not working. Right. So he comes out and he says, oh, we're going to uh, we're going to open up the Port of Long Beach and the Port of Los Angeles yeah. on a 24-7 basis. Yeah. They don't have the people to staff the shifts they're working now. Exactly. And, that, and so and he thinks that he's going to fix the problem by opening up a couple of ports 24-7. He's completely out of touch. Now, I did hear something about the uh, National Guard uh, stepping in to take some people's jobs or to do some people's jobs. Well, they're going to they're going to let the National Guard, the medical personnel among the National Guard, when your doctor quits because your doctor doesn't want to get the jab. Right. uh, They're going to let the National Guard take the place of your uh, of your doctor and your local hospital. And and maybe the longshoremen, and, and maybe the and maybe there's a good basketball player uh, in the National yeah, Guard. You think the National Guard will be suiting up <laughs> yeah. playing in the NBA? Yeah. It's crazy. It's, this is this is the definition of insanity, folks. This is what a country does when a country wants to go away, when a country wants to fail. This is what we do. You open your border. You let people pour in. You create. Uh, you 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 spin yourself into oblivion. You devalue your money. You 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 send people home. You pay them not to work. You empty the shelves by destroying the productive engines of the economy, and and when everything collapses, then you can step in and do whatever you want to do. And, it's and, the it's the Bolshevik way. And then on top of that, you're losing your police force, your protection, your first responders. Yeah, yeah. you you defund the police. Yeah. Sorry, I left that out. Yeah. You you um, you dethrone the respect that your military has had worldwide for decades. By engaging in a phenomenally ignorant, uh, poorly planned, if it was planned at all, withdrawal from a foreign country where you'd been in, exi- you know, in, in country for, what, 20 years? Yeah. It's unbelievable. It's, it's, an, un- it's an unvaccinated um, 
problem, though. You know, that, oh, it's that's a, what it's Joe a, said. It's a pandemic of the unvaxxed. There you go. That's what the words I was looking for. The pandemic of the you know, unvaxxed. My, my understanding of the vaccine was that once we get the shot, we don't have to really worry. So wouldn't the unvaccinated be the ones that should be worrying and not the vaccinated? And you would think... You would think. I mean, I could still get it, even though I'm vaccinated. Um, But they're panicking everybody, Glenn. They're panicking the vaxxed. The vaxxed now believe that you're a threat to them, even if they're vaxxed. Because we're shedding. Yeah. You're you're shedding shedding virus. And, of course, there are breakthrough infections because this vaccine doesn't actually work like a typical vaccine. That's what took uh, Colin Powell out. And then he had some other underlining health problems. But the the, the thing that's the recurring theme here. Uh, Glenn is the president lies about all of this. Yeah. He has he has no facility. He moves so easily between lie and truth and fantasy. The only truthful comment that I've heard him say that made any sense at all is when Anderson Cooper or somebody asked him this week about Taiwan, and they said, "Oh no," he said, "Oh no, we've got an agreement with Taiwan. We're going to stand by Taiwan mm. if, in the event that China moves yeah. against uh, the island nation." Good luck with that, Joe. But he said, you know, he said the mandates are working. The vax mandates are working. And and that the airline uh, pilots are getting uh, vaccinated, the, the staff's getting vaccinated. I think he said they're up to 97, 98 percent. Meanwhile, Southwest Airlines said cascading cancellations earlier this month cost month cost it seventy five million dollars. Mm-hmm. And the airline said it is planning to throttle back flying to prevent similar incidents. Southwest has canceled more than two thousand flights over a few days earlier in the month of October, citing a series of events that were triggered by bad weather and air traffic control issues, but that snowballed due to its thin staffing. Staffing shortfalls contributed to problems for the airline throughout the summer. Southwest said Thursday it would adjust its December schedule, yada, yada, yada. The fact is they're not all vaccinated. They're having uh, work slowdowns, and the scheduling problems at the airline are not getting better. And and the president simply lying about it, and uh, and Pasaki is like you said they are they are stepping on themselves trying to cover for the guy. It's it's unbelievable. Mm-hmm. So it's just uh, it, it's it's unbelievable that we have a president that says these things, and uh, and and we have a mainstream media that lets him get away with it. Just simply doesn't challenge him, or in the case of Anderson Cooper, helps him answer the questions. It's it's unbelievable. Stick with us, folks. A lot more to come. We're going to be joined in just a, a few moments by Wendy Lockhart, and she's going to be talking to us about uh, an event coming up for Red Hats America. And as I said earlier in the show, we in the second hour, we're going to be joined by Tim Hill, uh, radio personality in Columbia, who has been uh, fired by Cumulus Media for his failure to take the uh, vaccine. We're also going to be joined in the second hour by Mark McBride, a candidate for the 7th congressional seat currently held by Tom Rice. So stick with us. A lot more to come here on Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. Saturday Morning Coffee. Call the show at 843-903-2945. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour returns after these on Talk 94.5. 
Tech Talk, Saturday, 11 a.m. to noon. Brought to you by PCRX Computer Sales and Service with offices in Conway. Join Ryan and DJ Dennis for informative and sometimes humorous conversation about technology and how to use it in your daily lives. Look for them online, PCRXcomputers.com. PCRX Computer Sales and Service brings you Tech Talk with Ryan and guests. Saturdays on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future if you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income schedule a time talk to us today and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family pile financial services aligning wealth with purpose find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480 securities and advisory services offered through prospera financial services member finra sipic you're listening to the reese boyd radio hour saturday morning coffee on talk 94.5 Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee. A little uh, John Hyatt for you here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Gone like a fifth of gin. See, I love that song, Glenn, because every time I hear it, I'm thinking, when do we get to write our last paycheck to Joe Biden? When is he going to be gone like a fifth of gin? I mean, no, like what do I got to do? Paycheck. What do we got to do to run that guy out of town? Funny song, Reese. It's a uh, good stuff. Folks, thanks for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. I think we've got another uh external link to the uh, rummage sale down at the Refuge Savannah Bluff. We got anybody on the line? Live broadcasts are made possible by PCRX Computer Sales and Service. They have the right prescription for your PC. Liz Calloway and Nick Summers live on location. Talk 94.5. Morning, Liz. Good morning. We are watching the sunrise at the Refuge Savannah Bluff. It is a beautiful, beautiful day. Come on down. Highway 544, um, right off of, uh, actually, 544-501 intersection, uh, Savannah Bluff Road. We are at the Refuge. Come on down to the Fall Festival. There's a lot of things going on here. And, of course, a rummage sale. There are a lot of early birds here, so you're going to want to come and stop and get first pickings. And also, they have a great barbecue going on. But the best part of the Refuge, Savannah Bluff, is Pastor John. So you can also come out and meet him, um, and here he is right now to tell us a little bit more about the church. So thank you so much for having us out here today. Well, thank you for being here, Liz. Uh, like you said, it's just a beautiful day. It's a good day to come out and to meet the people here at the church, and I believe everyone will fall in love with us because we believe in a family environment, 
and we're just reaching out to the community. And I think we can do a lot of good in this community. And this rummage sale is not just to, to sell things, but it's also to meet people and to introduce them to Christ and, and what God can do for this, this uh, community around us. Now, the Refuge uh, engages in a lot of ministry work. Do you want to uh, share with us what you are up to? Yes, we have. Well, obviously, we have our American or our English-speaking um, congregation, and we have a Hispanic congregation led by uh, Pastor Manuel Sierra from Puerto Rico. And they, they have a real large following, and they're growing every day. Uh, if there's any out there that's uh, Hispanic and they're looking for a good church, he's a good man, and they will have a good time with him. All right, now, awesome. I hope there was some good uh, barbecue cooking uh, all night long. Yeah, we have award-winning, now this is the truth, award-winning barbecue, some of the best barbecue in the state of South Carolina. If they come out with one taste, we'll give them a free sample. I guarantee you they'll buy a bunch. All right, Reese, you had a question? No, I was just about to say, Liz, I'll drive a long way for a good plate of barbecue. That's uh, that's worth a road trip in and of itself. So Yes, sir. There. What kind of stuff have we? What kind of stuff have we got at the uh, rummage sale, uh, Liz? I'm looking for a coffee table, by the way. If you find a good coffee table, oh, good coffee. <laughs> yeah, for Saturday morning coffee. Yeah, yeah. yeah. For, no, I'm no. I, actually, I do need a coffee table for our uh, for our dinner. Grandfather's clock. We can start with that. All right. Yeah, grandfather clock. Look for that too. Well, uh, you guys have fun. We'll uh, we'll keep checking back in with you as uh, as the morning progresses. And uh, good luck. Enjoy the barbecue and everything else you got going on there at uh, at the refuge in uh, Savannah Bluff. Uh, yes, thank you. And uh, I just wanted to remind everyone it is a fall festival as well, and we have uh, inflatables for the kids and lots of things to do um, aside from the rummage sale. So we are broadcasting live from the PCRXcomputers.com mobile studio here. At the Refuge, Savannah Bluff. We'll be back uh, in about a half an hour. Awesome. Great. You, you guys have fun, folks. That's uh, Liz Calloway and Pastor John here on Saturday morning coffee down at Savannah Bluff, the Refuge. Rummage sale going on today. Hope you guys will check that out, Highway 544. And a uh, lot going on there, barbecue, and a uh, lot, to, lot to rummage through and, and hopefully maybe find a treasure. Rummage your, through, I rummage that. through. Yeah, you get that? Yeah, That's what, that. Isn't, that what you, isn't that what you do at a rummage sale? <laughs> yeah, I guess. You rummage through stuff, pick it out. So a lot uh, more to talk about here on Saturday Morning Coffee. We're joined here in the studio right now by my one and only great friend, not my only great friend, but one of my great friends, uh, uh, Wendy, good morning. Wendy Lockhart here is uh, with us here from Red Hats America, and you're going to be, folks uh, know Don, they know Magadon from Red Hats America, Wendy, but how how did you come to be involved in the uh, Red Hats America effort? Well, I was lucky enough to have a few great friends. Push that friends. microphone a little bit to you. There you go. Sure. I was lucky enough to have a few great friends in the community, and, of course, I'm passionate about the movement of Red Hats America and its wonderful backstory. Yeah. Um, and that enticed me, of course, right off the bat. Um, but I have a few great friends that told me about Magadon and yeah. all he was offering, and I wanted to get involved on a more – cellular level and kind of push the movement forward as much as I could so that we could become a national movement. And, you know, right at the point we were just at a grassroots level here locally. Yeah, Um, absolutely. Yeah. So my goal is, of course, to try to push us more nationally. Um, And and you are the chief operating officer for Red Hats America. Yes, sir. And and so you're trying to keep all the trains moving in the right direction. Yes. (laughs) And um, I think Red Hats, we've got an event coming up this week. Tell me a little bit about what's going on this week with Red Hats. Yes. um, We have a cocktail party on Thursday, the 28th, uh, 530 to 730. Uh, It will be held at Riptides 
oceanfront uh, restaurant and bar and grill. Um, and that will be, we'll have a couple of feature. We've got one special guest, Pastor Mark Burns. Uh, Jean Ho will also be a guest that evening. Um, it'll be heavy appetizers. Um, door prizes are going to be available. We're going to have lots of drawings for that. Um, and our main goal for that, and the, by the way, the price ticket for that is $50. Um, but that will include, like I said, a lot of door prizes and things we want to offer, including a premium membership. Um, to, two Red Hats America. Yes, Two Red Hats America. So if you come to, if you come to, the, um, if you come to the reception, yes. you're automatically signed up as a Red Hats America member? Yes. Okay, awesome. Um, you're automatically signed up in our raffle for a red set, um, for the membership. For the, uh, I got you. But I you will you. automatically receive a couple of things like a decal and all that. You get all that just for coming. Awesome. Um, and, but there'll be a lot of raffle prizes. Yeah. Um, but one of the things that we wanted to do with this cocktail party was to just get the community together because this is the pre sort of kickoff event to everything else that's going on that weekend we have another event right after that friday night <clears throat> which is a, a diamond and silk event and then we have a cpac event which we you know is going to sort of turn myrtle beach red for friday saturday and sunday mm-hmm. with the uh, scgop that's the scgop event yes so mm-hmm. there's so much going on the entire weekend Right here in Myrtle Beach, yeah. we kind of wanted to use that cocktail party as just a kickoff for everything that's going on for the weekend. Awesome, awesome, and uh, so folks will get to meet Pastor Mark Burns, get to meet, get to, to get their photo taken with Gene Ho, the yes. photographer. Yes, yeah. and, and uh, we're not sure really who all else may come up. There's a lot of people that's been invited, including some of the speakers from the SCGOP that are coming in, um, which of course is like Rick Scott, Rick mm-hmm. Perry, a lot of those people. Um, are going to be invited as well. We're not really sure who may stop in because it's a preliminary event to everything that they've got going on. I will be there. Don will be there. You will be there. Yes. Our own Magadon will be there, of course. And it uh, should be a great time. So if folks want to get tickets, how can they do that? They can get tickets on redhatsamerica.com. Okay. Um, they actually can get tickets to all three events by coming to our website. We promote the tickets to all three events. All three events. Yeah, yeah, we want to do that. I mean, there's a link and an inv- uh, an invitation sort of invite to all three events on our events page on redhatsamerica.com. Yeah. So they can buy tickets to all three events. It should be a lot of fun. Uh, let's go, Brandon. Hope it uh, turns <laughs> into a great evening, a lot of fun. So, folks, it's Wendy Lockhart. And, uh, and give that web address one more time, Wendy. Uh, www.redhatsamerica.com. Very good. Thank you, Wendy. Folks, it's Wendy Lockhart with Red Hats America. Y'all have a great time Thursday night. We'll see you there. Folks, stick with us. We'll be right back with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. Don't leave town. I'm Dr. Ray Cleary and came down from Ohio back in the 70s, was director of operative dentistry at Shaw Air Force Base. Then I opened my practice in the late 70s in Surfside Beach. I think what makes the difference more than anything is I'm going to be around here. Dr. Boatwright's going to be around here a few years from now. We're committed to the community. It's interesting. I mean, we have patients that come to me from Pittsburgh. I've got a patient that I met in Columbia and a couple of the patients that got to know me in Columbia come down here. 
from Columbia. Honestly, our patients have been friends of ours, and I call them more friends than patients. I try to be honest with what their needs are. I try to give them options as to A, B, and C, and what their affordability is, and we try to work out a, something that makes sense to them. My dad, as I said, was a CPA, so I try to put value to my patients. Tideland's Dentistry is located at 1625 Glens Bay Road, which is between Surfside Drive and Homestown Road. Our website is tidelandsdental.com. This is WTKN, Merle's Inlet, Myrtle Beach, the Liz Callaway Show, 6 to 10 weekday mornings on Talk 94.5. Broadcasting from the Tide Law Studios, this is Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. We're here today talking with Greg Sisson of the Greg Sisson Team, EXP Realty. And, Greg, the question on everybody's mind these days, what is going on with this real estate market now? We have just come off three straight months of rising single-family home inventory, coupled with three straight months of slightly decreasing home sales. So what that tells us is the beginning of the shift is on. That frenzied market we felt this summer is really over. Over with, and we're at the beginning of a shifting market. So this means if you've been waiting, waiting for this continued run up in the market, the time to get your property on the market is right now before things change more. Folks, that's great real estate advice from Greg Sisson. Reach Greg and the Greg Sisson team, EXP Realty at 843-251-2693 or reach them online at gregsisson.com. It's Greg Sisson and the Greg Sisson team, your choice for real estate experts here along the Grand Strand. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It's 8.06 on your Saturday morning. Hope the second cup is treating you just as good as the first. It is uh, Saturday, October 23rd. Great day to be on the Grand Strand. Several of you checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. Marianne checking in. Trump was slipping on the ramp at the Army-Navy game. Yeah, that's when they tried to invoke the 25th Amendment. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's go, Brandon. And uh, great uh, great stuff. Marianne, you're absolutely right. Thanks for uh, keeping us uh, straight on the facts. Susan Butler checking in, saying great discussion this morning. Love the show. Pasaki is a trained liar. Susan, I hate to say it. I agree with you. It is, uh, it's tough. It's really tough. You know, I, the Bible says in the, in, there will come a time when they will exchange truth for a lie. And I think that's where we are. I think we live in a society where the world has exchanged the truth for multiple lies. And I don't even know that many of these folks that are mouthing uh, the, 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 the narrative on behalf of this president, I'm not even sure they can distinguish uh, the truth from the lies any longer. It's really, uh, it's really unbelievable, the things that are being said. 
But uh, one of the things that we've witnessed here, you know, we talk about a lot on the show, uh, things that will happen, things we're concerned about, the ways your freedom is in peril, the way your freedom is in jeopardy and being lost. And then uh, you'll hear us sometimes uh, here on this show, on the Liz Calloway show, we're talking about, hey, these things are happening. We've been telling you guys that, that your liberty was at risk because of these vaccine mandates that were coming down the pike. And we've seen various uh, corporations move to impose these mandates on their employees, even though, folks, think about this, let this sink in, even though the president has simply mouthed, you know, a support for the idea. There is no actual, no law has been enacted. There's no official government action that requires a company uh, to do this, and yet many companies are doing it. One of the companies that got a lot of attention in the last uh, couple of weeks for doing this very thing is uh, Cumulus Broadcasting, Cumulus Media. Um, and one of the folks that was impacted by the Cumulus decision is a friend of mine, Tim Hill, I've come to have a few conversations with recently. Uh, Tim is, uh, I follow Tim on Twitter and also knew him from his uh, broadcasting work in Columbia. Tim is a uh, sports broadcaster in Columbia, South Carolina. The state newspaper had this to say, long-term, long-time South Carolina sports personality says he was fired, says he was fired. I love the way the media does this sometimes for refusing COVID vaccine mandate. Uh, Tim Hill is usually dealing with South Carolina football fans on Monday mornings after a Gamecock win or loss. Now Hill is figuring out the next step in his career. Hill was program director and co-host of the early game show with Bill Gunter, which airs uh, weekdays in Columbia on WNKT. Uh, And uh, nonetheless, uh, Cumulus adopted a policy that said, hey, If you want to come back to work or keep your job, if you want to come back to the studio, work in the studio, keep your job with Cumulus, you will get the vaccine. And uh, Hill declined, and he has been terminated, along with quite a few other uh, Cumulus personalities. So, Tim, uh, and I've talked to him a few times in recent days. Tim joins us here on the program. Tim, good morning. How are you? I'm doing good, Reese. Thanks for having me. Oh, man, thanks for so much for being here. You are... uh, you are a champion and uh, and a and a patriot, uh, Tim, and and we just uh, you know thank you for sharing your Saturday morning with us. Tell us a little bit about I, I set it up for you, but give the folks uh, a little backdrop to your story and and tell us how we got here. How did we get here from your perspective? Yeah, I'd be happy to. Uh, August eleventh is when Cumulus put out their return to work policy that included a new vaccine mandate. So this happened before the the president put out. Uh, his deal about businesses with more than 100 employees, and it included you had to be vaccinated. They said uh, everybody except for a few employees who only work remotely and kind of uh, deal with multiple markets, and then wherever legally they will be required to uh, for religious or medical reasons, and uh, submitted my religious exemption and just kind of, uh, I guess, naively assumed since I'd been working out of my home for 18 months that we would be able to come to a reasonable accommodation for me to keep my job and continue to to do a job that I love to do and uh, love talking about Gamecock football and all kinds of sports. Heard you guys talking about baseball and the the playoffs and the whole deal a little earlier. Mm -hmm. Uh, But that was not the case. I was uh, denied. Anything that I suggested was kind of roundly uh, denied by uh, someone who I've never met um, sitting behind a desk, I assume, somewhere in Atlanta or New York in, in corporate cumulus headquarters. 
Yeah. And, you know, I was listening to Seb Gorka on his show this week, and he had another cumulus personality on who fired for exactly the same reason, sounds like on the same timetable as you. Um, do you have, do we know how many cumulus employees have been fired as a result of this policy? I don't know for sure. Um, I know that they said right around 99% of their employees had followed the policy. And I think the, the number of total employees is somewhere around 3,600. So by my math, I, I'm assuming it's somewhere around 35 mm-hmm. to 50, but I, I don't know a, a final number for you. Yeah. You had a great quote. Uh, I'll just share it. Uh, with the listeners, if you'll allow me, it said, I felt like I had to stand up for doing the right thing. I think it's what you were saying there. And I have three boys. I tell them to stand up for what they believe in. It's my job to teach them that. I felt like it was a test in some way. That is what I stuck with. So it's what it, it was not a difficult decision from my perspective. That's a remarkable, that's a courageous statement. And um, ex- explain that a little bit if you can. Well, I appreciate it, and I, I want to be clear. Like, I'm not a martyr here. I'm certainly not the only one. What was it, 1,900 employees in the state of Washington the other day yep. had this happen to them? So it's not just me here. But I do have a third-place 8U flag football game to coach here at 1035 this morning. <laughs> so I can keep my priorities in check real quick. i got an 18-month-old in my house right now that uh, makes me keep – my priorities in check real quick as well. I feel like I've been really fortunate. I've had a 21-year career in media just doing sports. So in a lot of ways, I feel like I've been at recess my entire professional career. There's one thing you know when you've been at recess for longer than about 10 minutes. You can spot a bully yeah. real quick. Oh yeah. And I felt like in this situation, it was obvious there was a bully, and I, I wasn't going to back down to a bully. Yeah. Hey, Tim, it's Glenn. Um you were working out of your house for 18 months, which tells me you have a recording studio at home. You were sending your files over to them. That, that was, that, there was no way they could just continue that until we get a little further past this um, pandemic? Glenn, it's not even that complicated, man. Right. Uh, we, we, were, we were live. I had a headset. I got a little box. I pressed the button, and boom, oh. we're live on radio. Okay. It's not that yep. complicated these days, but uh, that was not something that um, – my employer thought was a reasonable accommodation. Wow. Well, and, you know, interestingly enough, talking to you, Tim, we realize um, we and we've got some mutual uh, connections. You know, you actually know the manager here at Talk 94.5 through a previous connection in Columbia. We discussed that. And I also learned in in reading, uh, doing some research in preparation for the show, and I was familiar with your work in Columbia, but you had a a show with uh, Jay Phillips, who – I knew Jay and Sonny when we all worked uh, in the governor's office uh, together in Columbia many, many moons ago. And uh, so we've got – I'm sure if we sat down and talked at length, we'd probably have two or three dozen friends in common. So um, I uh, wanted to ask you, uh, the religious aspect of all this, I, I noticed that uh, you have what I consider to be a, a valid uh, religious uh, belief, you know, that, that, that should be respected. Um, and, and I noticed in the article it mentioned that the Catholic Medical Association, and I, I believe you mentioned to me that you're Catholic, um, mm-hmm. the Catholic Medical Association said it opposes mandatory COVID-19 vaccinations, vaccination as a condition of employment without conscience, conscious, conscience, excuse me, it's early, conscience or religious exemptions. And uh, 
can you can you speak to why you think that the, the vaccination is not right for you and, and what, what led you to, to make that decision? Absolutely. First of all, there are no long-term studies on this thing because it hasn't been out long-term, right? Just from the, yeah. the medical perspective of it. Mm-hmm. And I understand the Pope has encouraged Catholics to get it and they, he sees it as a sign of love. But from what you just said, there's a, a national center National Catholic Center for Bioethics that put out a document that very clearly says under no conditions should vaccines ever be mandatory. And for multiple reasons, I, I grew up Catholic. Uh, I got married in the Catholic Church. My, my kids have been baptized Catholic. Um, that you have to go by, be led by your conscience here. And my conscience was, was telling me very clearly this was not the decision for me to make at this time, it's, yeah. it's pretty. That's why I say it wasn't a difficult decision. It was pretty simple from my standpoint. Yeah. Well, uh, Tim, we commend you for making a, a stand for freedom. I think that's what this is all about. Um, you know, it's it's unfathomable to me why, in the midst of a, a labor shortage in this country, you would have companies turning employees away, whether they're police officers or radio personalities or nurses or doctors. I mean, and and what's astonishing to me is how many of these workers who are resistant to the vaccine are some of the very people who are on the front lines fighting the COVID pandemic? And who better, frankly, to know uh, what the risks and benefits of the vaccine are than the people who are dealing with it on a day-to-day basis. No doubt about it, Reese. And and Glenn, I appreciate you guys having me on. The reason that I continue to talk about this is only to encourage those who might be faced with a similar decision to go with your gut, man. If we have our priorities in check, our jobs are not who we are. It's what we do. Yeah. I just knew, I knew if I made this decision to continue my job, it would change who I am. And that was unacceptable. Amen. Well, uh, Tim, thanks for all you're doing. Thanks for keeping up the good fight. Somebody, as the as uh, the expression goes, uh, you know, there's never a wrong time to do the right thing. I feel like you're doing the right thing, and you're standing up for the liberty and and the the liberty that all of us enjoy is uh, is going to be secure only if there are some people who are willing to stand up and fight for it. Yeah. So, and all you're doing is making the best decision uh, for you and your family. So, thanks, guys. I, re- I really appreciate it. And for those on the other side, if you don't agree with my opinion, I totally respect yeah. that. Yeah. I'm now just this... asking you to respect mine. Right. That's yeah. it. I don't view this. This is not about the efficacy of the vaccine. And for most people, Tim, I think the vaccine makes sense. But, you know, I met with my doctor just within the last week or two, and she said, you know, you've had COVID. And I told her I had COVID. I've got the antibodies. I've got the natural immunity, and I haven't had the I haven't had the vaccine. And she said, "You know, for you, that's a good choice. You you made a smart choice. That's where you you know and check the antibodies uh, from time to time. But you're doing the right thing. And that's my doctor in consult uh, with her patient, making a, an informed medical decision. When did that become not okay? You know, that's that's the way this country was based. Listen, Tim, thanks. Keep up the uh, good fight. Uh, stick with us, uh, folks, on Saturday Morning Coffee. And, Tim, please come back Come back on the show anytime to give us an update on how things are going. Thanks, Reese. Thanks, Glenn. Yeah, take care, folks. It's uh, Tim Hill. And uh, we'll be right back after these words from our sponsors, folks, with more Saturday Morning Coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That was Tim Hill. And 
Glendie, right across the glass. We'll be right back after these words. Don't leave town. Local news and more. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. More Reese means more coffee. Coming up next on Talk 94.5. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day. Keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future. If you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income, schedule a time, talk to us today, and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family. Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth with purpose. Find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Hi, break time? I know you. I'm Cologuard, a prescription colon cancer screening option for people 45 plus at average risk. It seems like you take care of yourself. I do. I play tennis. I try to eat well. What about screening for colon cancer? Not yet. Don't wait. Colon cancer is more treatable when it's caught in early stages. Tell me more. Cologuard is non-invasive and is used at home. It detects altered DNA in your stool to find 92% of colon cancers. 92%? Yep, even those in early stages. This was seen in a clinical study with patients 50 and older. Any positive result should be followed by a diagnostic colonoscopy. False positive and negative results may occur. Cologuard is not a replacement for colonoscopy in high-risk patients. Do not use if you have had adenomas, have inflammatory bowel disease and certain hereditary syndromes, or a personal or family history of colon cancer. Most insured patients pay $0. Ask your provider or an online prescriber if Cologuard is right for you. Or visit requestcologuard.com. I'm on it. Excellent. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour, two full hours on Talk 94.5. Good morning, everybody. Welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 8.23 on your Saturday morning, Saturday, October 23rd, 2021. Show is flying by this morning. Thanks to Don B. Magadon checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. Great show this morning, according to Don. Love listening to Wendy talk about uh, the events. And I do hope you guys will come out and support Red Hats America this week at the uh, Thursday evening reception at Riptides. I'll be there. A couple of other great events uh, coming up this week, hosted by the I Pledge Allegiance Tour and also by the South Carolina Republican Party. lot to do. I hope you guys will get involved. Uh, will... Uh, formerly of Coastal Sports, also checking in on the PCRXcomputers.com text line. Great show as usual, RB3 and Glenn Dye. Thank you, Will. Always good to hear from you. And I just want to say one thing. I want to thank Tim Hill 
uh, for not not just coming on the show, but for standing up and doing the right thing. You know, our own Tom Heron uh, has a saying that he puts in each broadcast and he puts it at the bottom of every email that he sends out. The only thing that is necessary for evil to prevail, folks, is for enough good men to do nothing. Enough of us to sit back and let the government, let our employers, let them do whatever they will. Let them lay out whatever hoops they want us to jump through. And the only thing we do is jump. There are times, folks, when you have to say, "Mm -mm, no, not going to jump, not going to do it. When people talk to you about this vaccine, excuse me, when people talk to you about the vaccine and they can't and and I've got friends that have challenged me and had these conversations with me and said, how can you possibly oppose the vaccine? Folks, remember, it's not necessarily about what they're making you do at this moment. You may agree with the vaccine, but the fact is Joe Biden has zero constitutional authority to force you to take a vaccine. And so why would you let him do it, regardless of whether the vaccine is good or not? Why would you let him do it? Because the Constitution is there for a reason to protect you from a federal government from exercising authority that it does not enjoy, that has not been delegated to it by the states. And and so if you go along with the vaccine mandate, well, what do you do a year from now or five years from now or five weeks from now? When Joe Biden wants you to do something that you really don't want to do, that really isn't a good idea, but because you've rolled over on every other expansion of federal authority that was illegal, you got no ground to stand on. So, excuse me, it's not about whether the vaccine is a good medicine or a bad medicine, whether it's effective or not effective. This is about the fact that the federal government has no authority to force you to take a medicine that you don't want to take. Now, if there is a government that has authority to do that, it falls within what we call the police power of the state. And that power resides uh, with the state governments. That power has not been delegated, in this case, to the federal government. And so if it does exist anywhere, if there is any government that has the right to force you to take a vaccine, and there is case law, there's a, the Massachusetts case that we always discuss but that power is, is what we refer to as the police power of the state. And so the power resides not with Joe Biden, thank goodness. If anybody's going to force you to take the vaccine here in South Carolina, that's up to the General Assembly in Columbia and Governor Henry McMaster. And if they all decide that we should all take the vaccine and we don't have any choice, well, that's a different discussion. And it should be a, a discussion held at that level because if the power does exist, and it probably does, But if it does exist, that's where it should be done. And so that's why we have states. That's why we have state governments. Look at DeSantis. Look what DeSantis is doing. DeSantis is taking a stand in Florida against this. It's not even exercise of government power. It's against businesses saying, look, in order to keep your job, we want you to take this vaccine that has not been on the market for a long period of time. It may not be, technically speaking, experimental, but that is not relevant. Should your employer be able to force you to do that merely because the, the president has suggested or even just because the employer wants wants you to do it? These are, these are questions that have to be sorted out. But if the government is going to force you to do it, it should be the state government. And it's not Joe Biden that gets to do it. It's, it's, it's your local state legislature and your local governor 
that, that should have the authority to do that, if anybody's got the authority to do that. So this is not about whether the vaccine is good or bad or indifferent. This is about whether Joe Biden has the authority to do this or whether your employer should have the authority to do this without any government mandate at all. Nobody's told Cumulus Media that they have to run their employees off if they don't get vaccinated. There's no government mandate that says that. You've got what Joe you've got the the the, the mumblings of of Joe Biden, but that's it. So and, and folks remember what you agree to today, you're setting a precedent for what you have to agree to tomorrow. And so when you surrender freedom today, you don't get it back. I mean, if if, gov- if, if history teaches us anything, let's recall that, that government doesn't get smaller. It, it, it's, it's, it's always growing. It's always getting more powerful. And it's, it's, it's generally always working to take our freedoms away. It's not the other way around. So it's not about whether the vaccine is good, bad, whether you should take it or not take it. My position is talk to your doctor. For most of, it, most of us, it makes sense. But that's where the decision should be made. It's not Joe Biden's decision. But I digress. So we wanted to, again, thank uh, Tim Hill for uh, joining us here on the show. We've got Rob on the line. Rob, good morning. How are you this morning? I'm doing great, Reese. Hope you are. Doing great, sir. Um, thank you. I, I just uh, First, let's go Brandon, and I mean that with all my heart. Uh, Rob? No, we... Did we lose Rob? Yeah, we got problems. We're having some technical difficulties yeah. here on the program, ladies and gentlemen. Rob, if you can hear me, hang with us. We'll try to get you back on the air, or folks. Give us a call. Give us a call back. We'll take a break, and we'll see if we can get this little mess straightened out. All right. We'll take a break, folks. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors with more Saturday morning coffee. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. morning coffee the reese boyd radio hour is now two full hours more reese coming up next on talk 94.5 are you still walking around with that broken iphone screen how about a broken macbook or ipad need expert advice or repair i'm ryan foltz owner of pcrx computer sales and service family owned and located in conway at pcrx we actually have a store with real people Apple and Windows experts ready to diagnose and repair just about any Apple or Windows-related problem. My team at PCRX is honest and knowledgeable about all Apple and Windows hardware and software-related issues. We will diagnose your problem quickly and for free. Is it worth investing your hard-earned money into fixing it? Or is it time for a newer refurbished device? Offer it at a fraction of the original cost with a full warranty. So for all your computer, MacBook, iPad, and iPhone hardware or software problems, call or stop by our PCRX store in Conway or visit us online at PCRXcomputers.com. I'm Ryan Foltz of PCRX Computer Sales and Service, where we have the right prescription for your computers and your network. Saturday Morning Coffee. The Reese Boyd Radio Hour is now two full hours. Full hours. On Talk 94.5. Right now, we've uh, got the privilege of welcoming into our studio another guest here on Saturday Morning Coffee. As you guys know, there is an ongoing campaign Republican primary for uh, South Carolina 7. That is the congressional seat currently held by Representative Tom Rice. Representative Rice is uh, on the ballot, and uh, he's being uh, currently challenged by... Uh, several. I don't remember the exact number. That number is changing. It fluctuates a little bit. I believe we just had one, maybe two drop out. But uh, there are several challengers. One of those challengers is uh, Mark McBride. Mark joins us here in the studio to talk about 
his campaign for Congress. And uh, Mark, of course, a former mayor of the city of Myrtle Beach, and I've known Mark for many years. Mark, good morning. Welcome to the program. Good morning, Reese. Appreciate the opportunity to be Absolutely. Be I think it's about an 18-year relationship we have. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, interestingly enough, speaking campaigns, I think I first met you on a campaign for Senate about uh, – 2003, 2004, when yeah. you were the corporate attorney for Mr. Brooks, it's my biggest a, supporter back then. Yeah, it's been a, a long while. So you and I have known each other for many years, and you have decided, you know, I've, I'll just say this, Mark, this interview is about you, not me. I've, I've run for office a couple of times, but uh, I, I kind of learned my lesson. <laughs> you, you have ventured back into the arena, and, and uh, Ballyhoo, good for you. I'm proud of you. But uh, tell us why, tell our listeners why you have decided to run for Congress. Well, it's the same reason in 2004. Mm-hmm. As we went back, it was kind of amazing. The other day, I was, Fox was on, and you had Lindsey Graham. Yeah. And he was on the border talking about what he was going to do at the border, and we couldn't have this. And, and it goes back to 2004. And, uh, you know, when, when, we became, when we began our relationship, it was about the border and building the wall. Sure. And English is the official language. No anchor babies. And just on and on and on. And, and 18 years later, it's the same thing. I remember I, I went to the state convention. I stood up and spoke, and the people were clapping. They built the wall, and they were clapping. When I got finished, Lindsey Graham got up and talked after me and said, no, we're better than that. We're going to have immigration. And so it's been the same issues year after year after yeah. year. Yeah. And and I think you're absolutely correct. Um, you know, immigration is one thing, but what's happening on the southern border, that's not immigration, Mark. Oh, it's it's just open door, and yeah. I, I mean, it's just the drugs that are coming in. It's yeah. just it's it's devastating. Yeah. The violence. I mean, it, it really goes back to, and, and it's, I, I'll admit, since 2015 and 2016, I, I watched President Trump use my 2004 platform. You know, he, he mm-hmm. talked about NAFTA. He corrected NAFTA. He talked about, you know, I, I want to do veterans being able to go to the doctor of your choice. He did that. He went back and forth, and, and I realized, okay. He was a billionaire running, and it kind of makes a difference. It does, certainly. So, but 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 it's, it's but, but, uh, but the point the point that I would say people need to remember is that a country without borders is not a country. It's just it's a place. It's a location. Well, well any liberal, any you know, any Democrat, or anybody who disagrees with that, I just challenge you: unlock your door tonight on your house. That's yeah. it. It's simple as that. It, yeah. If you don't believe in borders, that's an excellent, excellent point. And, and then, you know, I'll start, a, I'll, I'll start a, a list. Y'all mm-hmm. call me. Go to markmcbride.us. Go on there and volunteer and put your name there. And I'll start a list of where we can bring these people when they're coming across. You know, when Biden's flying people all over under the cover of night in planes, we'll make sure they come to your house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Tell me this. I noticed you've got borders on uh, your Facebook uh, and your website, which I I looked at. And uh, what are the other things that you would focus on? I think that's critically important. But what are the other issues that you would focus on if you are elected to Congress? Life, Second Amendment. And in regards to Second Amendment, Thursday night on 38th Avenue on the bypass in Myrtle Beach at Cormac Mm -hmm. Outfitters, we're having an event. We're having a shooting event in their um, virtual shooting gallery. Oh we're, yeah, we're having it's come come by, get some sweet tea and uh, Chick Fil A. Going to have some Chick Fil A there. We're going to have a shooting event, and then yeah. also if you go to the you know once again martmcbride.us, it's the same site that I had 18 years ago. Yeah, and uh, I'll go on there and register. We're ha- we're giving an AR-15 away from Cormac. 
And we're going to do that on Wednesday before Thanksgiving. What more could you be thankful for being a United States uh, citizen than our Second Amendment right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and they're going to the website to register for the event or to register for the giveaway? Uh, just for the giveaway. Okay. All right. Yeah, no, and if you go to the website, sign up to be a volunteer. I, I need an army. I, I need help to get the message out. Yeah, and the you said, Mark, the Cormac Arms event is on October 28th at 5.30 p.m., so that's coming up on Thursday? This Thursday. Very good, very good. And is there a cost to participate in the uh, virtual shooting event? Whatever it costs you to drive to Cormac. All right, very good, very good. So, Mark, let me ask you this question. Uh, you know, so many people run, and you know I admire your courage for running. I always tell people it, it takes a lot of courage uh, to put your name on the ballot, and uh, it's not just the individual, but it's the family, as you well know. Um, it's a tough it's a tough political environment that we are currently in, to say the least. It's an ugly uh, political environment that we're in. A lot of, you know, a lot of uh, uh, political, I mean, a lot of personal aspersions, barbs get thrown at you. So it takes a thick skin to run for Congress or any office. But one of the things that frustrate me is we have people run for Congress. They make these promises that you and I all, we, we all agree with. And then they go to DC and I, and I don't see people even among Republicans. I don't see people committed. We were talking about just before the break, rolling government back, building back better by building a smaller government more in line with what the founding fathers actually intended. Where do we find people who are actually committed to do that? You have to find people that have a record. And I, you know, if people go back and look at my record over the 12 years I was with the city of Myrtle Beach, yeah. small government, never raised it on the, never raised taxes on property taxes, you know, a $1.8 billion in economic growth during that period. But it, it I mean, no one stands behind their word. Yeah. You know, and I, I stand. I stand. The one thing I could promise right now, I would do a better job than President Biden because I wouldn't lie to you. He gets up every day, and the President of the United States lies to the citizens. Yeah. Whether it's over Afghanistan, whether it's over masks and the virus, and no one says anything. It's, it's it, astonishing. It, they don't seem to know the difference between truth and fiction. It's it's unbelievable. So um, anything else you want to share with the listeners, Mark, about uh, upcoming events or how they can get involved? Just Mark McBride. It's, it's currently changing. Yeah, you know, it, it's, you know, honestly, in the next couple, you know, we're rolling into Thanksgiving now. Then it'll be Christmas and New yep. Year's. And, uh, you know, I, I think we're almost still in double, double digits. Three. We've had three people drop out of the race so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. I'm going to be there. You know, yep. it did not matter at, at the end. Um, Remind yep. folks, give, give folks an idea of what the timetable is. When is the primary? June 14th. June 14th, next year. Mm-hmm. Next and then year. The, the general election will be in November. Mm-hmm. But, of course, now, is this district going, is redistricting going to impact this district before the election? Yes. Okay. Yes, it's coming out, and there's different. I was in Chesterfield County, the most far west portion, mm-hmm. and uh, I, I talked to you know one of, one of the leaders in the Republican Party out there, and, and, and he said, Mark, I wouldn't be spending a lot of time over here in Chesterfield County. I believe we're going to be cut out and brought into Ralph Norman's district. He yeah. said in the big picture, mm-hmm. uh, Chesterfield County has a whole lot more in con- com- common with Kershaw County than with Ori and Georgetown County. Yeah. But then I've also heard that part of Georgetown, if not of all of Georgetown, is going to be pulled out and pulled into Nancy Mace. Yeah. Look what Nancy Mace did yesterday. That, that 
Um, I missed that. I missed that. What you do? Um. Oh. I'm upset with what she did. Now I boom, I went blank. <laughs> I didn't mean to put you on the spot, but you uh you, you opened that door, yeah, counselor. I did. You opened that door, counselor. Well folks, Mark, if if folks want to get involved, remind them how they can find you online and what uh and and, and again give us a, a phone number how they can reach you and a web address. Markmcbride.us. Markmcbride.us. Do you have a phone number they can call or uh oh Callie. Yeah. It's, on, it's on the website. It's on the website, folks. Mark <laughs> so McBride. I don't call my own campaign number. I understand. That, that's I understand. my fault. My bad. Hey, it's COVID a, brain fog is a real thing. It I actually a, had it. Yeah. It, I, is a, it is yeah. a thing. I had COVID. It's a real took thing. Took ivermectin, yeah. and then I took IVs for the brain fog, and it, and it actually works. Yeah, very yeah. good. Very good. Folks, it's Mark McBride running for Congress in the 7th District, and uh, we'll uh, extend an invitation, have extended, will re-extend the invitation to anybody who is running for that seat. I'll, as always, open mic here at Saturday Morning Coffee. Be in touch, and we'll get you a slot here on the program. But I invite you guys to check out markmcbride.us. Check out the campaign. See what Mark is up to. Uh, follow the campaign and uh, and let uh, let Mark know that you're there. And we'll uh, we'll talk to you again soon, Mark. Keep in touch. Let us know how the campaign's going. Thank you, Reese. Appreciate it. Good to see you again. Yes, sir. Take care. Folks, Mark McBride, campaign camp, candidate campaigning for Congress. We'll be right back after these words from our sponsors. I'm Reese Boyd. That's Mark McBride. And that's Glenn Dye. Don't leave town. Business owners, are you concerned about your business computer network and security? Do you have a safe and secure backup of your company's data? Hi, I'm Ryan Foltz, owner of PCRX Computer Sales and Service, locally owned and located in Conway. For a limited time, PCRX Computers is offering no-charge business network evaluations. Want to schedule an on-site appointment? Book your spot today at PCRXcomputers.com. I'm Ryan Foltz of PCRX, where we have the right prescription for your computers and your network. Hi, everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee, talking with Scott Pyle of Pyle Financial Services about how sound financial planning can help your family. Scott? There's so much unknown about where things are going politically, socially, and culturally. And certainly there's a huge concern many families have about where things are going financially. One of the best things you can do is learn how to keep more. We are helping families across the country keep more every day. Keep more wealth and keep more income now and in the future. If you want to learn how to keep more of your wealth and more of your income, schedule a time, talk to us today, and we'll lay out the roadmap for you and your family. Pile Financial Services, aligning wealth with purpose. Find them online at pilefinancialservices.com or call 843-945-4480. Securities and advisory services offered through Prospera Financial Services. Member FINRA SIPC. Saturday morning coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk Everybody, welcome back to Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour. It is 
8.50 on your Saturday morning. I want to thank Mark McBride, candidate for Congress, for joining us here on Saturday Morning Coffee. Always a fun uh, pleasure to catch up with a old friend like Mark. And uh, Mark's doing uh, uh, the valiant thing, trying to make a difference, running for Congress. And I uh, want to remind everybody else on uh, that uh, same ballot on that same mission that uh, it's an open invitation to all candidates running for office. We'll give you mic time. If you want to get in touch with the show, we'll be glad to have you on the program and give you a chance to uh, speak to the listeners as well. And I uh, wanted to uh, share with you guys in the parting wisdom segment, you know, Glenn, you and I talked about this, uh, William Shatner going to space. I was yeah. struck by a couple of things that I read. There was a lot more uh, that I wanted to get to today, folks. I want to thank Tim Hill for uh, checking in with us. Great interview. I want to thank Liz for bringing us uh, her um, input from the uh, rummage sale down at Savannah Bluff. I want to thank Mark McBride, all our guests this morning. I want to thank Wendy Lockhart. Encourage you guys to get out uh, to these events coming up uh, this week, the uh, the Red Hats uh, reception on uh, Thursday night. Then you've got the I Pledge Allegiance Tour on Friday and the SCGOP event. Um, if you go to redhatsamerica.com, we'll, we'll make sure that we have links up there to all those events. I'm also going to post links to all of those events on Saturday Morning Coffee's uh, Facebook page. So you'll be able to check uh, those events out if you go to the Saturday Morning Coffee Facebook page. But we are in uh, the parting wisdom segment of, of Saturday Morning Coffee. And one of the things we had talked about, Glenn, was you know William Shatner becoming the oldest man in space. Human. Yeah. It was kind of a, a interesting... I'm not sure I would call it space, but he got in a rocket ship and he went up pretty high. So, you know, it lasted about 10 minutes. But I was struck by one of the things that he said when he came back down to planet Earth. He said, I mean, little things. He talked about what an emotional, life-changing event. We're talking about somebody who is 80, 90 years old. old, I believe. I was starting to say 89, but 90 years old, the oldest human to ever go into space. He didn't orbit, but he did go up into the, you know, the weightlessness of space. He said, I mean, little things. This is Shatner after the uh, trip at the press conference, the weightlessness to see the blue color whip by, and now you're staring into blackness. That's the thing. This covering of blue is the sheet, this blanket, this comforter of blue around us is what we have around us. We think, oh, that's the blue sky. And suddenly you shoot through it, and all of a sudden, uh, like you whip the sheet off, and you're looking into blackness, into black ugliness. And you look down, there's blue down there and black up there. And there is Mother Earth and comfort. And is there death? Is that the way death is? And I thought, you know, here is somebody who has been on the planet 90 years and so seemingly unaware of his place in the universe and seemingly so uninformed about death and and how death how we interact with death and i was reminded <clears throat> you know one of the things i like to do on the program occasionally is remind folks about books that that i've read and encourage folks to read one of the books that i read this summer was the uh, walter isaac uh, bio of steve jobs and one of the things that i learned in that bio was you know if you have i've got several little apple keyboards around the office around my house and on every keyboard that i have that that Steve Jobs and his company ever sold me. I've got a little paper clip or a quarter or something to, to undo the battery cover because he never put on-off switches on his products. And I never could. They always said, oh, we want it to look clean. It's about the design. And what I learned in reading the, the Walter Isaac book is that Steve Jobs, he didn't like on-off switches hmm. because when you hit the on-off switch and the screen goes to black, it scared him. He hmm. was a, he's afraid of death. 
he's afraid of death. He's one of the most powerful men, most influential men of the 20th century. And Steve Jobs was afraid of an on-off switch. Hmm. Think about that, y'all. Yeah. And so that's why we're churning through batteries right and left. And we've got little paper clips by our Apple keyboards because Steve Jobs was afraid of an on-off switch. And he was afraid what would come the moment after the screen goes blank. And, folks, let me just share with you this. You know, as I say many times, I don't proselytize on this show. But if you don't have a good sense of where you fit into this universe and if you haven't um, come to terms with your maker – Uh, What we are living in is merely preparation for what is to come. And you can have complete peace about what will happen to you in the moment that you step into eternity. And it's not hard. It's very easy. And I'd be happy to talk to any of you about that. But I'm astonished when I see these folks that have been on the planet for 80 or 90 years, and they're living in such absolute fear of death. And I think, Glenn, that is why so many on the left are so paranoid about the vaccine. Mm -hmm. They're paranoid about the vaccine, folks, because they are afraid of death. The left and those folks on the left cannot come to terms with the idea that one day they're going to die. And that's why they're so paranoid about dying. And that's why you have to submit to the jab whether you want it or not. But you can have complete peace, folks. And I would be happy to talk to any of you about the peace that I have, trusting in my Savior, uh, as I do. I I don't fear death at all. There's no reason to fear death, folks. So I'll leave you with that bit of parting wisdom. Feel free to call me anytime. And let me leave you with this bit of wisdom from the Proverbs, much more wise than anything I can share with you. Trust in the Lord with all your heart. Lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways, acknowledge him, and he will direct your paths. That's Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You guys have a great week. Join us down at the Refuge on Savannah Bluff. We'll be back next week with more Saturday morning coffee. Thanks, Glenn. We'll see you next week. Y'all be blessed. everybody. It's Reese Boyd, your host for Saturday Morning Coffee. We're here today talking with Greg Sisson of the Greg Sisson Team. Thanks for waking up with Saturday Morning Coffee, the Reese Boyd Radio Hour on Talk 94.5.